are listening to the Colson Bridge Podcast. in a row that's a record for this season for this season, for this season. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah i'm daniel janes and i'm claire hungate hawk i forgot we had a slate it's yeah. a little rusty <laughs> all right and this is making friends and influencing people no no, no this is face my enemy yes, yes i have it on the same page as my other notes gotcha yeah i didn't I have a ton of notes for this episode oh i did they're in my backpack i think oh, well, well anyway i have notes i think you took I all my page of notes i think you took all my quotes down too so possibly cool. anyway yeah i was just um busy recovering from new work and finishing up old work so i would i didn't really have a weekend because i would just worked it, a lot yeah it's a problem all the sometimes jobs. Uh, I, I kind of like that problem. Yes, it is a good problem to have. <laughs> that is true. Um, but yeah, it was my last weekend of working at Home Depot. Uh, nice. I just needed the money and didn't want to use my sick time. Cause I got I to drive a 26 truck today or yesterday. It was miserable. Nice. From from Seattle into downtown Seattle and then into yeah. downtown Portland. It was really, really not fun. Yeah. Did not love it. But Colson lives. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, uh, my yeah. diversion was so that I could say that we should be getting on a more steady track from here on out. One would hope. Fingers crossed. I'll have a little more free time and a little more... Uh, what's the word? Predictable free time, more importantly. The helpful one, yeah. So, yeah, things will be good there. Uh, Just before we get into this episode, I said I had to go back to the tapes last episode for Colson's thingy that's going on, his incidents, I believe is what they call them. Yes, that's what they're calling them. Uh, and it's a little back and forth that they have between May and Colson. May's like, it's been 18 days since your last incident. Colson says 17. She says, no, 18. And, you know, you're about, it's about time for you to have another one or you're about due for another one. Colson says overdue. And then May says you shouldn't fight it. So 18 days is overdue. 
do. So I'm guessing that they happen every... I'm going to say Fortnite because I like having an excuse to use the word Fortnite. It is an awesome word. What a great word. It doesn't get used enough. It's true. Um, So I believe we decided that it's about six months in our canon. The gap between season one and two. Sure. Yeah, I think that's what we came up with. Um, roughly. Roughly. So. Until we're proven wrong, which we may be, we're going to say six months. Six months, which at a fortnight would be 12 incidents. Though he has also been saying that they've been increasing in frequency. That is true. So, yeah, so we probably had more time to begin with, but he's gotten down to much less. Gotcha. Yeah, so we'll say seven, roughly, incidents. Roughly, probably, yeah. Sure. Seven's a good number, strong number. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> it's half of a fortnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so about seven times, and they've obviously got it to a, a fine science with having that wall because they're – Scraping that thing off and replastering or whatever that is. It's hard to tell in the lighting. Yeah. Plaster and paint. Dries quick. <laughs> I don't think they're even bothering to paint it. Or they're just leaving it the color of the plaster. Yeah. Well, you can see some of the little holes in it. Whoever on the set dressing side, whoever did that wall did a really good job because it looks like it's been used before. Because it has little holes in it where it maybe wasn't completely smoothed out when it was refilled. So, yeah. A plus to whoever did that. Good on you. Agreed. So, yeah. Cool. Good. Uh, that's enough wrapping up last week, I guess. Yeah, so that's enough. <laughs> on to this week. Uh, as you said, Face My Enemy, uh, yeah. written by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. That's not right. <laughs> that would be awesome, but unlikely. Written by Drew Z. Greenberg and directed by Kevin Tancherone. That sounds more likely. That sounds more much <laughs> more reasonable. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and the, this episode, Colson and May go undercover to find a painting. Yep. A miracle painting. A miracle painting, yeah. It's that kind of thing when we see the church in the beginning and we find out it's been gutted and the painting's the only thing that survived. When they flipped it over, I had this moment of, okay, so it has fire retardant properties. Yep. I would be putting that on all of my suits. Yeah, no kidding. It's a cool I design. I thought it was one of those ones where they show us the, the history. Like, they showed us World War II church. And not, this is a thing that happened just now. I thought it was, yeah, it was a It was a pleasant surprise, a I thought, that this was happening in the present. Because you don't want to get too into a pattern of flashback, present, Flashback present for yeah, every totally episode. It doing gets that. it gets old, kind of quickly. Um, Sorry. Well, but if you start every episode with a flashback, yeah, then you you get tired of it. You need to switch it up. That's so true. it was kind of nice 
to have, okay, so this is something that's going on now. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah, that was good. I do want them to some at some point translate whatever this symbology means and find out that that section does make something fireproof. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want them to start, I, I hope... It's a written spell. I hope that there is actually a cryptology to the symbols that they've done. I want there to be. Because it's it would be so, so cool if you could go back and oh, break and them down piece it. by piece and translate Ooh. them. Yeah. Like the symbols on Lost. You know? Or Fringe. Fringe. That's yeah, what I was fringe, fringe. fringge. Yeah. Open letter to whoever, not that I really expect that anyone from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Listens, listens to us. But if you do, <laughs> note to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. producers or whoever makes these decisions, it would be awesome and if there was let, actually meaning behind these symbols. Also, thanks for listening. Also, then, thanks for yeah. listening. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. It seems a little too haphazard to be like a legitimate coding system. It sort of it yeah. sort of looks like circuitry to me. It sort of looks yeah. like or circuitry yeah. or some sort of But there could be something where maybe the circles or the arrangement of of those symbols is the language part. And we're talking alien language, so yeah. it wouldn't have to follow anything resembling an earth language syntax. It kind of looks like a And then um, the lines connected up and that's what makes it the code or whatever, that's how you read it. It kind of looks like a squarified Gallifreyan, if you are into ah, Dr. Yes, kind of, except more spread out. Because mm. you can write whole words on one and, circle. and sentences on one circle in Gallifreyan. Yep. It's yes. a very compact written language. Okay. <laughs> cool. There's stuff, on, there's stuff on the back of this painting. Now that we've tangented cool. right out of American television. <laughs> uh, yeah. Weird. Um, cool. Plot-wise, other things? Um, and most of my stuff is character-driven. Would you like me uh, to do a basic breakdown of the plot this week? I mean, you can. I felt mine was pretty thorough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As it's far as... I, I guess we could throw in the uh, other part of the team getting trapped in an explosive situation, as it yeah, says I, on I IMDb. I see what you did there. That feels good. Yeah, most of my comments on that section are character, though. Yeah. It's not plot. Yeah. It's basically fits cheerleading, so... It's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh okay. I guess we're good on plot then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is fun, right? Isn't this fun? Look. Cufflinks. I will pay five hundred dollars right now for a pair of flats. Good luck, sir. Identification, please. Of course. Charles, you've got mine, right? Yes. I like making him carry my things. Gives him purpose. Plus, that way I know she can't take off without me. Oh, well, you never know when a better offer might come along, right? (laughs) 
enjoy the party. Thank you, darling. So let's dive into all these character things. Uh, cool. I really like Coulson and May together when they're undercover. Absolutely. You see that there's so much backstory that we haven't seen, and we don't really need to see it because it's all there in their interactions. Oh, yes. There are so many good quotes from these two together today. Mm-hmm. But it, it's that kind of thing where, like, okay, so so Coulson's been in S.H.I.E.L.D. for forever, basically. And he's been, you know, he worked his way up. He didn't start out as basically deputy director without the title. The last, my one good, he was the one good eye. Yeah, but (laughs) you know he had to have worked his way up in the organization. Same way everybody else would have had to. Yep. Which means that he's worked with a lot of people. And he's done a lot of missions. And I like that we got to see some of that pre- um, ultimate paper pusher style Coulson um, in this episode in the banter with May because obviously they used to do a lot of team ops, ops together. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I also enjoyed I, I mean we all saw it coming but there was that part where um they the the agent who has the hologram face is pretending to be May and they're doing their interactions or whatever and you're like you know that she doesn't know the body language and the rapport that her and Colson are supposed to have she's going to make like a million mistakes and they're all going to lead up to one big like oh yeah one uh-huh. big imposter i know yeah. where i'm going to i know now i got to ask a question that only she know the answer to yada 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 Although since he was concentrating so hard on having the conversation that May's been preventing him from having, it took him longer than it should have. Yeah, he was a little dense about it. When I'm the the big thing for me was when when fake May grabbed his hand in the car. I was like, she would not do that in this situation. Yeah. And that might actually be what caused him to start to meander down that imposter brainwave, but that was it for me. Yeah. Other than that, she was going really well. Even her curtness with Sky was kind of right on point. Yeah, but she couldn't have done that. It's true. Yeah, it was it was a little odd. Uh, it also was a little odd that they went with you know just a a Mission Impossible face mask. I mean, Except it's hologram. It yeah, we've seen it before. We saw it in Cap Two. That's sort of why I loved it. Is oh, that they're yeah, they're, re- they're reintroducing tech that we've seen already, and and showing it on more of a like non cinematic level, I guess. Like to, just because we can't do everything we do in the movies doesn't mean we can't do anything we do in the movies. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I'm more okay with it now that I remember that it was in Cap Two. Yeah, well, it's such a th- it's such a throwaway thing in Cap Two. Yeah. It's easy to forget it. Yeah. Cool. Um, so Talbot is Hydra? Nope. Just a nope. fake face. Yeah, I had a I do have a whole I line. Like, oh, oh, no. I do have a whole line in my notes of Talbot is Hydra? Does he know? And then, oh, not really Talbot. Hologram face mask. Right. <laughs> and, then that, and then that leads to the interaction at the end where he goes, so you're saying there's a guy who had my face on a hologram sheet and he was pretending to be me. 
you know what? I kind of miss my days of being in the front <laughs> <lines>. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It, that last moment was pretty good, but I don't know if it was worth the build up. Yeah. yeah, but I did like that. That was that was kind of cool. I was though cursing them. Not that they had enough time, but it, Agent Thirty Three deserves to be rescued. Okay. That's true. Uh, and they yes. left her on the floor. And there wasn't actually a moment of recognition where they, they don't know. Maybe they didn't ever see her without the hologram face They on. didn't. They didn't. Maybe shocked her and probably burned her. Definitely burnt the hologram. And then they were out of there. But So they might not have actually known that it was someone who needed to be saved. But it made me sad. But they know that people are being brainwashed. Yeah. So I don't know. And I would think that they'd want to snag someone anyway. Oh yeah, I think so they should they have tried to take someone so interrogate they would have them. But target, they yeah. they were kind of in a hurry. But I still would have been like, grab one of them. This one's unconscious. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, so yeah, let's go back to the bus then. Talk the about bus. that stuff. Can we talk about how creepy that little piece of tech was? It grows its own legs as it infiltrates places. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've seen that in Transformers also. Yeah, but this one was extra gross because it didn't look like it was... Like the Transformers things that do that, they kind of build out in square things. But this looked so organic (laughs) that it was kind of extra creepy. It was yeah. like just pushing through everything. Like the little cables were just. Yeah. I, yeah. It's about to use. Uh, quote was, that Miles uses a lot. It was gross. It. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed that. Uh, kind of a little too much, though. Like, yeah, this yeah, thing can shut down the entire bus. Well, shutting down the entire bus I can get, but making the entire bus go boom does seem a little difficult for me. Yeah. It's like that moment in one of those uh, 1990s hacker movies where it's like, oh, if they hack our system, they could totally make our computers explode. Mm. And it's like, no, they Except really I can't. Think, I think this got addressed because, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there's a moment when Fitz is trying to explain that it's not that the virus is causing this, it's that it has tripped something which is causing a kind of protective self-destruct to happen. Hmm. Gotcha. That would make sense and sounds like something Fitz would say. I wish it wasn't glossed over so quickly. Yeah. Well, and, and it kind of is hard to understand him in some ways because he's still having the aphasia problems yes. and so it's because not his fully still no work good yeah it's not fully explained but that was what i got out of it was it wasn't so much that it was actually going through and going okay and now this one shuts down and now this one shuts down and now miraculously the entire thing explodes it was more like, okay, it's gotten in here and it has triggered this chain reaction that the plane was already set up to do, but obviously not to be started in that way. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, you don't yeah. want to leave your command center sitting around if it's been captured oh, by the snap. enemy. They're inside of us. Get it exploded. Yeah. Uh, cool. But Fitz comes through in the end, and it's yeah, awesome. Yeah. He uses a <laughs> uh, hunter. Hunter's like, I just found out that I'm a mechanical genius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I love that. It's that moment of, no, you just did what Fitz told you to do. <laughs> I just need hands that don't have it. Oh, you, me because I'm the least technically minded person ever. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is off doing stuff to prevent the explosions. Uh, you're an idiot, so come with me. Ah, fun stuff. You're an idiot, so come be my hands because you can't work on your own. <laughs> I'm kind of sad that he can't use his own hands right now. Like, he was such a. Like, it, uh, it hurts my heart for a tinker to not be able to tinker, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yep. It's, it's sad. It's a very dynamic character choice, and it's also really sad. <laughs> and yeah. potential for an excellent character arc, which yep. I'm hoping they go through with and make it awesome. It's also true. And maybe it'll all end with self-actualization and Fitzsimmons, which I shift. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Um, Whitehall is creepy as fuck. Yes. Yeah, he is. Three million times, oh, God. yes. Oh, he just continues to be terrifying. Like, he he's such a good, bad guy. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, because you love to hate him. No, you, you just hate him. You just hate him. <laughs> you hate him so much. Oh, I just hate him so much. That mind control dot... That he puts on Reyna. I think it's a paralyzing dot. Is like extra creepy. No, but it's not because he puts it on her and her hands jerk back to the wheel of the car. It doesn't just paralyze her. Mm. Yeah, that was weird. I have no idea what the device does, but it looked very painful because she didn't breathe until after it was turned off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Creepy as anything... And the first time we've seen Reyna, like, kind of not in control and not cool and well, calm and collected. Time with Garrett last year, I think. Except that even when she's not in control, mentally she's in control of herself. Right. That That's what I mean. It's like the first time we've seen past that. Yeah. Past what she wants you to see. Uncomfortable place for her. That is for sure. She was not having a good time. No, she was not no. having a good time. Not a good day. So, yeah, lots of fun character stuff. Uh, you guys have anything else? Uh, Fitz's mm. breakdown for the his and Simmons's relationship at the end, like for us, it was maybe 15, 20 minutes too late. But for him, it was probably like three or four hours and a life-ending crisis. And he just like jumps right back into that conversation, which he wanted to say earlier. I just thought yeah. it was cute. It was cute. And then there's that and moment where though... everyone like stalls out <laughs> and Hunter's just like, her okay. last mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He has his moments. Hunter. I like him. I like him already. I like him sometimes. Sometimes I just want to hit him in the face. 
Well, that's the that's the that's part of the role of the smarmy bastard. He needs to be wantable to be hittable, be hittable in the faceable. <laughs> Apple. Well said. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think he's playing that part quite well. Yes, he is. And the makeouts at the very beginning of the show was also good. Well done. <laughs> Always. <laughs> The makeup fake out. Though the sky, like being super stealthy on a mint green uh, Vespa with mint green helmet, it was a little over the top. Yeah, it's sky. What do you expect? At this point, mopiness. <laughs> she is moping very well right now. She's doing a lot of moping. She's like, oh boohoo, my life. It has changed. Uh... Colson's not Coulson's my not best my friend, friend anymore. anymore. Wine, wine, wine. Uh, pretty accurate. She's a fucking badass. Yeah. <laughs> did she have a conversation with Ward this episode? Nope. No, okay. we did not see Ward this episode. He was referred to, but we didn't see him. That's fine. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yep. All I like right. the beard. I really do. On Ward. Oh, yeah. I continue to like the beard. I don't know if I was going to, but... Yeah, he's a little baby-faced to not have it. It's kind of weird. Change of heart. Doesn't add up. No, he's working us. I just need to know why. I'll handle it. May. Hey, this is the part I do. You'll make up for all the dancing. You liked it. No, I didn't. A little bit? A little bit. Check in as soon as you know something. And if something goes wrong, I'll handle it. All right, Tech. Well, we've mentioned a couple of things. I loved the taking a picture to a useful oh, yeah. hologram eyeball. Yeah. That's awesome. That was fabulous. And the bracelet door hacker. Yep, that one was good. And the uh, Mission Impossible face mask. Cat 2, which we mentioned. We mentioned that one. And the creepy explodey virus computer thingy is what I wrote, kind of literally. Yeah, and the mind control dot. The mind control dot. Yeah. yeah. My favorite was definitely the, I'm taking an extra close-up picture of your eyes. And by the way, their cameras are awesome, because if my camera tries to zoom in that far from that distance, I get a blur. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and from that picture, we have a retinal scan of you when we put it through our thing. We have three-dimensional holographic, holographic eyeballs. Yeah, there's an app for that. There is apparently an app for that. No, I want Which that. is really the thing you go, well... Why not? Loki totally... Whatever we had old yeah, version of tesseracted that yeah. Yeah. Like the weird eyeball scanner that also probably ripped out the ripped it out. That was probably just more for his own purposes though, the ripping yeah, it out. Probably into it. <laughs> I don't think he had he could to. have done it from the room away, but he's like, Why when I could get real close? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, mind controlled. But the Chitari Loki is an extra creepy dude. So true story. 
All right. Well, I guess I guess that's it for tech. <laughs> yeah. Not a ton of tech, but enough little pieces to make it interesting. Right, yeah. So is May's dress technically tech? No. <laughs> but really, that was a bad choice. Yeah. We're gonna have a costume note now. Okay, so the sparkly fancy dress is great. That is definitely a party dress, a benefit dress even. It is not a dress for dancing in. It's only held in place at the one spot. And if you dance, you tend to spin and then it's gonna come open, which is not a good idea. Mm -hmm. What it is even worse for, and this is more of a character note and less of a costuming note, is that um, if you're in a sparkly silver dress, you're not stealthy ever you're going to catch the teeniest bit of light and that glittery surface is going to send it all over the place. It's true. So I'm sorry, Sneaky May is being silly because she might as well walk like a normal person. She'll draw less attention. And she could have a really stunning black dress on too, which she could then like hike up or rip to make combat ready, which could have been also very Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. And more in character with May, even if undercover. Yeah. Even though she was way out of character during the party. Well, that was the thing is I kind of understood it from a costuming point of view for the colors in the party because she was getting people's attention and keeping it away from Coulson. A little. That's true. At the beginning. But, uh, yeah, but... The cut of the dress doesn't work for the things that she was actually doing. Nope. It didn't have to be a wrap dress. And character-wise, later on, it made no sense. Yeah. Yep, I agree with you. And that was actually something that I noticed, and I don't ever notice costume notes. (laughs) Yep. So that does segue right into one of my quotes, though. Yeah, uh, several of mine, I think. Is that where we are? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right now. So, yeah, May in her dress, and the quote when they go in of, I would pay $100 for a pair of flats. And then Colson's, <laughs> which was right before that, goes, This is fun. Look, this is fun. Cufflinks. <laughs> yeah. But I am with her because any woman who has ever tried to walk around in stilettos or dance in stilettos, they hurt. Period. If you're up that high on your toes, it hurts. You might be used to it, but it still hurts. (laughs) I can't imagine. There were some other amazing quotes in there, too. Yeah, I liked when they first got to the party, and May is like, I like making him carry my my things. It gives him purpose. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite was uh, Colson and May, where Colson goes, uh, you can't tell me you didn't enjoy the dance. And she goes, I didn't. And he goes, a little bit? And she goes, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much most of their interaction was enjoyable and well written yeah and highly quotable well yeah that's what i'm trying to say (laughs) 
The rest of the gang was a little less quotable this week, but it was good. Like they they were they were good. They did well together. Yep. Had some nice bonding because of the potentially explodey plane. <laughs> yeah. And the one or two that were noteworthy, we've already mentioned, I think. Yeah. My big quote was the shoe one. Mm. It made me laugh. Another good one. Uh, so what did she do? Fake me? How did you know it was me? Little things. And she wanted to get coffee. Ah. Uh, punch her <laughs> yeah. in the face? Yeah. Good. <laughs> punch her in the face? Yeah. Well, it's really funny because when they came around the corner and he asked the whole question, I was like, oh, he's going to punch her right in the face. <laughs> and she did. Yep. By the way, that fight scene between May and fake May, not only was it like cinematography fantastic because they were able to keep the the May and the stunt May so sort of seamless. We, we saw it in Arrow last week also, where like we had Oliver versus other Oliver. Like the 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 stitching was really, really well done. But the fight scene itself was just epic with like people throwing chairs at each other and crashing through tables and it was really well done and that actually reminds me about something because i had a moment where uh it should have been easier for colton to spot her because that mask is just a mask it doesn't Mm -hmm. change the body and the actress who plays agent 33 doesn't look anything like may but also, like, she's not as good a fighter. So as soon right. as they were fighting, he should have been able to tell. But, I mean, just just body type-wise. So I know that once they put the mask on, then it's, it's actually, you know, they, they switched actresses. Because why would you do a face transplant digitally when you can just have the actual actress step in? Mm-hmm. And the way they the way they did the transition between uh, 33 and May was actually also very very fluid. Yeah, I could spot the point where the dress didn't quite fit, and then it did. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah, but they did they did do well with it. It was well done. So. I just had a, a curse moment where I was like, I was thinking, and I think I said it to Rudy when we were watching, that they should have been able to tell that it wasn't her. Because the dress didn't fit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that dress fit really well before. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised they didn't have a second dress for the other actress that, that would fit her perfectly. Mm-hmm. just to make that less obvious. Right. I'm not sure it's something that a lot of people would notice. Also, it's a, a high cost point to build two dresses for 15 seconds of screen time. That is yeah. true. And a dress like that is not exactly going to be cheap, especially if you build it. But it's also Disney. That's true. True fact. They could have afforded it. So... Well, I'm sure they have a budget. Yeah, but I'm I'm thinking that most likely, if you're not, A, interested in fashion, so you're paying attention to the dress as a dress, or B, a costumer or a theater person who's looking at it going, now wait a minute. Yeah. (laughs) 
as an average viewer, most people probably won't notice that. Most people are probably going, ooh, look, the faces are changing. Ah. Yeah, yeah, people are probably watching down, for the face. Looking down at the, the, the line of the dress on the boobs, thinking, but it doesn't fit her. Well, now it does. And now it does. <laughs> huh. That was an interesting growth there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Funny. Uh, cool. Yeah, any other quotes? Nope, none for me. I thought you said you could do this. Yes, I can. Or I mean, I know how. It's it's not um, it's not just words. It's the hands controlling them. So I can't use these. I have to use yours. Well, why does it have to be me? Wouldn't one of the other yeah, be? Because they're repairing the systems that have already gone boom to, to delay the virus. And you're the only one without um, any technical skills whatsoever. Yes. Super. Just tell me what to do. Cool. Any speculation? Ooh, speculation. Uh, what is Reyna going to do? I don't know. I bet she's going to call Coulson for help. Ugh. Ugh. More mind games. Um, obviously, she can't get the obelisk back from Sky's father. That is a non-starter. That's never going to happen. Never gonna get in that <laughs> yeah, that's that's never gonna happen, which means that she is stuck. Which means I would think that she's got to go to Colson and figure out some way to stop what's his face. I've momentarily blocked on his name. Whitehall. Whitehall. Because she can't get the obelisk back, so she can't turn it over. Which I don't think she would do anyway. <laughs> No. no matter how scared he made her in her car. Rena is kind of a flexible sort of person. We've seen that she bounces back pretty fast. So this is true. It'll be interesting to see how much uh, lingering reaction we have in the next episode. Right. Or maybe she'll go back to... Sky's father, and he'll be able to deprogram the thing on their hand. But I don't think it's still on. Uh, I oh, doubt it'll still... get over with that easily. It was no. He turned. He turned it off. He turned so it, it off. Like that's right. Freezing her, but it was definitely still. It was probably left on her so that he could track her because he said, "I can track you anywhere." Yep. Uh, and I'm guessing it's because of the thing on her hand at this point. Which is not stealthy. Why did you put it there? It's there. But it's very know. obvious. That's true. Hmm. Well, that does make her life more complicated if she's trackable now. I've yep. forgotten about that. Yeah, that is true. It might lead to, um, if she does go to help for Colson, it might lead to confrontation between my hall and the team, which could be interesting. Which could be disastrous. Although I'd really like somebody to just shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen yet because he's the big bad. big bad and you can't kill the big bad in the first five episodes of your yeah, new season. Yeah. Not even six, I would say. Right. Unless it's one of those uh, Jedi kind of things, cut me down and I'll become more powerful. Well, he does have some sort of weird 
anti-aging thing going on. Some sort of immortality. So we don't actually know if you can even shoot him and have it stick. That means May has to cut his head off, because they're going to be the only one. <laughs> as long as there isn't a pillar of electricity, <laughs> I would be okay with that. I mean, that's just taking it a step too far. Fair. Cool. Good. Um, only speculation I have is that May or Coulson forces May to say, "I will never shoot you in the head." When he forces her to have the conversation, I was like, yeah. foreshadowing. Maybe a little. Even though she said she'd do it, I don't think she will. I don't think she will. I think that I there's, believe that there's there won't be a moment so she many. Has to. No, I don't think there will be. There's so many non-lethal things that can happen before then. Maybe she will shoot him in the head, but it'll turn out to be nicer. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. And then she can say, well, technically, <laughs> technically I did what you asked me to do. You know what I meant. <laughs> she is really good at weaseling around. The loopholes, yeah. I mean, it's in her job description, I'm sure. Yes. Right up there with be a ninja badass. Yep. Cool. Um, good. I'm all set on this one. Short episode this week. I don't know. Yeah. All right. It wasn't super memorable, uh, but well, it, was it was fun. It was sort of a standalone in that it's like it doesn't have a lot of overarching plot ramifications. Uh, there wasn't a lot of, you know, huge character evolutions or, or crazy plot twists besides Whitehall getting, getting Reina. Reina. Yeah. Um, a little yeah. evolution from uh, Fitz, but that's... Yeah, we got some minor it. character developments and growth, but that was pretty much it for this episode. Some people are better in small doses. Hmm. Meanwhile... Now we know Hydra is searching for evidence of the alien writing. That's not good. No, it's not. And that's not the worst of it. The analysis of the painting came back. It is 500 years old, but the alien writing on the back, brand new. So that means someone is out there carving right now. Someone Someone like me. We'll have to find him. We will. So, um, what you do? Fake me. How'd you know that she wasn't me? Little things. And she wanted to get coffee. Uh, punch her in the face? I did. Good. All right, then. Uh, join us next week for Hen in <laughs> the Wolf House, I think is the title. That should Wolf be House. fun. That sounds awesome. That sounds ominous. Yes. Uh, I'm going to steal that name. (laughs) So thank you for listening. If you want to leave us feedback, you can uh, shoot us an email at colsonlivespodcast at gmail.com or go to colsonlivespodcast at uh, .blogspot.com. It's our site. Check out our other shows at almproductions.net. And yeah. Come on back next week. It'll be a little more exciting because I think we'll all be a little more awake. 
<laughs> now so. we're doing fine. Um, yeah. Yeah. Rudy, you want to plug your other shows? Oh, yeah, sure. I plugged these shows on those ones, so I might as well plug those ones on these ones. Uh, I was recently, if you if you were a Malifaux player, and I know that that is a stretch, but if you are a Malifaux player, I was recently on an episode of Before We Begin podcast, which is had, on Twitter at BethWeBeg, uh, or uh, I think Before We Begin on Podbean, I think. Don't look I don't know. Me. If you look for Before We Begin and Malifaux in the same line on Google, it'll take you there. Uh, and I was also on an episode of Through the Breach that should be coming out soon, um, just sort of talking about the tournament scene and things. So I was on a couple of Malifaux podcasts, and they were fun. And if you want to listen to my voice some more, you can go and listen to those. And if you've come to us from Rudy's Plugs on the Malifaux podcast, thank you for joining us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stick around. You know, if you want. Um, rate and review us on iTunes. That's always a good one. Like us on Facebook. It's a good way to help us get more followers and listeners and more Actually, I was reading something very recently about um, likes on the Facebook and the sort of metrics of it. And apparently liking something on Facebook is, is just the first step for supporting a thing. Um, it's more about contributing or, or discussion, like having, having a page liked is one thing, but commenting on a page or, uh, sharing things that are on those pages to, to your friend group, like that is a better way to spread than just saying that you like something. So if you've liked us already, do comment on our, our things. It, it will help. Yeah. And also we'd love to hear from you. So there yes, you go. we like to know we're not talking into the void. Yeah. Post, post your theories and stuff. Those are always good. Yes, join us in our speculation section. If we like your question or we find that it is applicable and interesting, we will definitely talk about it. You know what? Given our history, if it's not applicable and interesting, we might still we might still talk, talk about, about it. it. <laughs> that is true. That is true. We do not always talk about applicable or interesting things. See previous Doctor Who Gallifreyan tangent yes <laughs> so arrow meme <laughs> see all of our arrow podcasts yeah. every arrow podcast ever uh sweet well that that'll do it for this week so as that always thank you for listening and join us next week until then welcome to level seven um dun, dun, i don't think dun. we have a no we don't off, have do a sign off if you have a sign off that you would like us to try out, post it on. Please our suggest it. We are taking auditions. Colson Lives Podcast is an autological media productions podcast. Leave us feedback at colsonlivespodcast.blogspot.com or send us an email at colsonlivespodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook and rate and review us on iTunes. As always, thank you for listening. Feel free to check out our other podcasts at almproductions.net. I will never shoot you in the head. I would be okay with that. <laughs>